podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. All right, it's Wednesday, and uh, we're here to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. With me is Jim Johnson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, Jim. Yeah, thanks for that. And Louis Rigoni. Hello, Dolphins. So how do you guys feel about uh, heading up to uh, Arizona and taking on the Cardinals, Lewis? <laughs> uh, well, we're going to have our hands full, that's for sure. A um, lot of speed on that offense. We talked about that a little bit on Monday during that podcast. Um, this team is is speed at everywhere you turn, uh, whether it be Drake. I know he's down. Uh, he, may may, possibly, he may play, yeah. Yeah, he may play. If he doesn't, then Edmonds is is very fast yes, as well. Yes, he's good too. He's very good. Um, you know, they're interesting because they average a lot of yards per carry, but uh, that's only half the story. You know, you've got the main story. I mean, it's it's all around Murray, you know, Kyle Murray. I mean, this guy is, you know, you look at his numbers and uh, they're unbelievable if you think about it. I mean, he's got 13 touchdown passes. And he's got, I believe, seven rushing touchdowns. I mean, this guy's been involved in 20 touchdowns for his football team. How many yards has Kyler run for? Do you know? He's got over 400 yards rushing already this yeah. year. Yeah, I think it was like 445. He's averaging like 60-some yards a game. So yeah. it's, it's – aver- uh, Yeah. And it's those those uh, third-down conversions that he scampers for is what uh, really, really hurts you. Yep. Yeah, we've been known to be hurt by that. Uh, all you have to do is look back to Cam Newton. <laughs> Can't believe you'd say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he he's something else. I mean, he's a dual threat. Uh, it's a it's a complete contrast to what we went against last week in golf. I mean, this guy is going to be tough to take down. Um, you know, they're they're going to have to defend him totally different than what they did last week. You're going to see a whole different game plan, I think. And, uh, you know, I mean, you throw in their receivers. Uh, Hopkins is top five receiver in the NFL. And uh, he's, he's, at, he's, got, he's at 700 yards already for the year. I mean, 57 catches, 700 yards. Who's better than he is? Uh, there's not many. No, I, mean, I don't think so. No, Julio Jones, I'd put up there. Uh, Devonte Adams, I think is the best right uh-huh. now. I would put him at number one, but I mean, Hopkins is definitely top five, if not top three, for sure. You know, the fact that he has 57 catches and 700 <laughs> yards halfway through the season. I mean, yeah, he gets, he gets targeted like two thirds of the time. He's unbelievable. And yeah. you know, uh, Past him, Kirk is no slouch. Um, Isabella, who's basically, you know, their third or fourth receiver, has got, I mean, lightning speed as well. I mean, he's a deep threat. Uh, You know, they've got – Kirk is – you know, Kirk's very good receiver as well. He's been banged up a little bit this year. But uh, they're they're going to be a challenge. There's no question about it. Uh, The positive is, is, you know, we've got some nice cornerbacks on our side of the football. 
but I personally think that um, you know one of our safeties is going to have to double up on um, on Hopkins. You know, that's my thought. You know, you have to do something. You can't allow him to go one on one against uh, our two corners because he's he's that good. You know, he's very tough. Well, they've got a pretty good tight end as well, don't they? I mean, who who are you referring to, Arnold? Yeah, the tight end. He's okay. I mean, you know, he's nothing to. He doesn't have any touchdown receptions this year. They don't throw to their tight ends an awful lot in the red zone. Um, you know, it's Murray. I mean, listen, when when you look at this offense, okay, it revolves around him, plain and simple. Sure. And um, you know, I've watched him on given weeks where he has struggled. And a lot of the times when he struggles is when you can keep him in the pocket and not allow him to make plays down the field. Uh, Let him think a little bit, you know, reading the defense, the secondary, and what we're doing against him. You know, that's a key. You know, the defensive line, the four of them that are rushing the quarterback are going to have to put a good amount of pressure on him because we're going to have to have a spy or two on him. There's no question about that. I don't know if one spy is going to be enough against this guy. You know, you may literally have to have two guys on one side of the football field each spying him and dropping, you know, maybe five, 10 yards off, you know, off the line of scrimmage and maybe just, you know, mulling around back there. Um, He's tough. He really is tough in those situations. It's going to evolve around him. There's no question about it. If you're going to do that, you need good athletes doing it. I mean, I don't think you want to put, and no offense to Van Noy, but I don't think Van Noy you want to put in that position. You know, you really need people who are a little bit quicker. Well, do we have anybody on the roster that you guys feel are going to be capable of doing that at the linebacker position? I think you're going to have to use, you know, somebody like Eric Rowe or somebody in that in that spy position. Maybe it's Jones. To, it's, it's yeah, Byron Jones. Uh, excuse me, Brandon Jones. Brandon uh, Jones. Yeah. yeah, Brandon yeah. Jones is probably who I would look at, or possibly Baker. You know, but but you're giving away a little bit if you do that. Well, that's the trade. That's the trade off, isn't it? That's the trade off. The question becomes: Do you roll the dice? And you put a nickel defense out there on a consistent basis against this offense for that reason and challenge their run, you know, to where you can play the run well enough to where they're not destroying you. Now, well, I will tell you their offensive line is solid. Oh, they're very solid. And their running backs, you know, are averaging, I mean, Edmonds is averaging over six yards a carry. Uh, Drake's averaging four, you know, close to four and a half yards a carry. I mean, that's not dynamic, but. Um, it's, you know, they're getting the job done well enough. And yes, they do have a decent offensive line, Mike. Um, but you know, when you're going against this team, I truly believe that you may have to keep a nickel defense out there with a guy like Brandon Jones, the whole football game and, and defend them in that way. Because otherwise I think that, you know, you're, you're going to get hurt quite a bit. Uh, our linebackers are just not capable and, even if we send a lot of blitzes, which I'd be surprised with because he's capable of uh, looting blitzes, I think that uh, it plays into his strength, to be honest with you. I really do. Yeah, if you're going to blitz him, you're going to do it. You're going to disguise it, and you're going to do it when he's not expecting it. You're not going to blitz him to try and keep him in the pocket. Yeah, especially if we're supposed to be double-teaming Hopkins, you're going to have a safety back 
uh, you know, and then you've got a guy spying on them. Uh, so that limits who you're going to be, you know, rushing the passer with. So it's it's going to be a, a complicated deal, and they're going to have to call the right play at the right time to be well, successful. Well, this, this is a week Boyer is going to earn his money, you know, mm-hmm. the defensive coordinator, because he's going to have to vary the defense. You, you can't just play one defense like yeah. we did last week, really. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's generally not going to work. Last week, Goff had no answer for it, so they were a little more uh, able to, to, you know, just keep with that zero uh, defense. But uh, this week, you're playing a team that is multifaceted. They can run. They can throw. Uh, the quarterback can run. And uh, it's, a, it's a tough team to defend, especially with DeAndre Hopkins. It's yeah, be they- interesting to see how they, how they decide to uh, vary the defense. Yeah, I, I mean, again, you know, I think that if you start blitzing him, I mean, there's no way we're doing what we did last year. I mean, yeah, last no. week, um, you're going to see a completely different philosophy. And, um, you know, you start blitzing this guy and all he does is elude it, you know, and get out and you've got guys man the man down the field, you're going to get annihilated. You're, yep. You know, you're going to give up big plays. And I think that uh, their best – chance of you know at least slowing them down to some extent is to let them drive down the field a little bit let them work for it and you know hopefully you hold them the field goals and whatnot in the red zone and I think we're capable of doing that because um, you know they don't have a big bruising running back on this team I mean Drake and Edmonds are both pretty small guys and those are their two those are their two running backs right now I mean this isn't the same team that had David Johnson a couple of years back where, you know, he could, he could beat you in in any kind of way. So, you know, I'm taking my chances going that route and, uh, you know, trying to slow them down uh, that way. I think again, that gives us our best chance of winning. I agree with you. You hope they make a mistake. You hope they fumble or, you know, Kyler throws a bad pass or whatever the case. Yes, absolutely. Let them read the defense, you know, zones and switching up a little bit, playing man to man from time to time. Yep. What about on the other side of the ball? Well, if we're going to, we're just talking about how it's going to be difficult to slow this offense down. Um, So they're going to score some points. So obviously we are going to have to have a lot better offensive output than what we had against the Rams last week. So to do that, I think we're going to have to try to run the ball and Arizona is somewhat susceptible to the run. Uh, they're averaging, they're giving up like 125 yards per game on the ground. And I think four and a half or almost five yards per carry. So Yeah, you're right. That is their weakness. The question is, is, are we going to be able to exploit it? Well, yeah. Uh, and our running backs are, are pretty much uh, used up at this point. Um, but we still have to try to establish that. We've got to try to limit... Uh, how much stuff we put onto his plate at this time. And you just got to try to run the ball, you know, whether it's, whether we stick Howard back in or we get Laird involved. Well, let's, let's back up a step. We know yep. that Gaskin is out with the right. MCL sprain and we right. know that Breda is recovering from a sore or a slightly pulled hamstring. Right. Uh, so, you know, we're going to be down the depth chart a little bit. So the question is, are we going to have the horses? 
Well, uh, we haven't had the horses even with these with Gaskins in there. Um, uh-huh. You know, our run our run game has not been very good. So we are going to have to try to utilize that uh, short passing game. And and if it's me, I'm going to go at their linebackers. I'm going to I'm going to be going after uh, you know whether it's Laird out of the backfield. He showed some promise catching the football last year in some in some games. Uh, and get the tight ends involved. We've got we've got a couple of pretty big tight ends that should be successful across the middle of the field with some with some short plays. Uh, and that's where I would be attacking them because if you try to take deep shots uh, too much, you're you're asking Tua to hang on to the football, and and that can create more problems, especially if we're not successful running the ball. So. Uh, I'm saying that we've got to focus on that short passing game and take the deep shots when we can. But, you know, they got Patrick Peterson back there and uh, you don't want to pressure him too much or he's going to hurt us. So, again, I'm thinking the attack the linebackers and that, uh, you know, right after the line of scrimmage area. Yeah, I mean, their defense is ranked 22nd in the league, okay? So this is where they struggle. I mean, their offense has been pretty solid all year. Uh, You know, ranked 22nd in the league is in the the bottom third, obviously. Uh, Against the pass, they're 23rd. Against the rush, they're 25th. The problem is, for our offense, with the fact that we have our probably our two best running backs not not there this week, um, you know you're kind of beating a dead horse, I think, by by running the football. Uh, we've seen the outcome with Jordan Howard on the field, and I don't know if that's going to be the answer. Um, you know, Laird, we haven't seen a lot of since early in the season. I mean, I don't, I don't remember him being on the field for the last month. Do you guys at all? No, um, no, you know, it was last it, year. Right. So if we if we have to depend on, you know, guys like Laird and Howard to win this football game, we're in a lot of trouble. I can tell you that much right from now. Now, um, their best football player is Buda Baker. They're a strong safety. I mean, this guy is just an incredible yeah, football dynamic. player. Uh, he rushes the quarterback. He blitzes a lot at the line of scrimmage. He's very aggressive and um, he, he's, he's their best football player on the defensive side. They also have a guy named Riddick. Their linebacker who has five sacks, and uh, you know he he's an interesting player. He gets to the quarterback, but this isn't a dynamic defense. Um, the problem that we're going to have is the unknown. Um, and and I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, I'd feel a lot better in this particular game with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. I know he's not going to be there, but. You know, the unknown with Tua is is the fact that you're going into a situation here. And I I honestly, honestly believe that if Fitzpatrick was quarterbacking this game, it would give us a better chance to win it. Um, you know, I think that there's just too many if factors with Tua on the football field. And this is a week, especially with the injuries, to where we're going to have to have a passing game. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And the the passing game is going to have to be a major part of us if of us winning this game. If in fact we are going to win it, the passing game is going to have to do it on the offensive side because that's where our players are. That's where our playmakers are right now. You got Parker, you know Preston Williams has proven he can do it from time to time, and so <laughs> so has Gasicki. Don't get me started on Preston Williams. Well, I mean, you know, the thing is this, Mike, is that these guys at some point. 
they're starting, they have to step up. And, you know, that goes, that goes for the both of them. Um, You know, in a game like this, these are the type of players that have to step up. And, you know, personally, I think that it's going to, they're going to be asking a lot of Tua in this football game to go out there and win it. I think it's, it's a little too much. And, um, you know, again, I'd feel a lot better with Fitzpatrick at quarterback. I think that, he he could possibly manipulate around this defense because they're not world beaters by no means. All right, and, but he's uh, not going to well, be out yeah, there. Yeah, I right? was going <laughs> to say you, you got that he's ship is sailed. There. That ship is sailed. Right. Uh, you know, so, the devil it's the devil you know or the devil you don't. So at this point, we just got to see what Tua can do, and that's why I was thinking the short passing game would help Tua, and you know we can take advantage of the middle of the field. So. Uh, you know, we, we have Malcolm Perry, we have uh, Lynn Bowden uh, Jr. Uh, so th- there are other options. <laughs> you, are you listening to that, Mike? Huh? I said, are you listening to those names you're mentioning? Yes. <clears throat> right. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's 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 going to be a task. Um, you know, I think that the ball has to find Parker's hand at least ten times this game. I mean, you can't target him twice. He's got a they they've got to challenge uh Patrick Peterson. I mean, he's thirty something years old now. You know, I don't remember who it was. It was either Mike or or uh, or it was either you, Mike, or Jim or Kirk that said, you know, he he's you know, he's our guy. He the football's gotta find him and that's that's gotta happen this week in order for us to move the football. You know, so they've gotta target him. They've gotta challenge Peterson. I mean, he's a good football player, he still is, but uh teams have challenged him this year and um you know they, they've you know they they've been successful against him. I mean that's obvious. The, the, the statistics don't lie. So you know they can't be afraid to throw the ball down the field. You know they they've they've got to challenge these guys down the field somewhat. And um, I don't care how they go about doing it, but if they're going to have any chance of winning this football game, that's how they're going to have to attack their defense. Yeah, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head, and I hadn't really looked at it from that angle, Lou. Uh, If you don't get the stars of your team involved, you're usually not going to win the game. And, uh, you know, offensively, we didn't need to do much last week, but, you know, two two targets to Parker is not enough. Uh, you, You need to get him involved in the game because he's one of your biggest playmakers. So if he's not part of your offense, then you're you're probably not playing your best game. So... Uh, you know, you do need to get him involved. I'm just thinking that we don't want to, we don't want to put Tua in that position where he's having to throw deep, you know, ten times in, in this game. You know, take your shots when they're when they're on the plate, but don't. You know uh, what though? I I do think they're going to open it up a little bit and let Tua be Tua. Right. Uh, last week, I think they were just trying to get him comfortable with the speed of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's been a while since he played, so he, he got that out of his system. And uh, I believe that they will uh, challenge him. You know, they will let him challenge the defense, I should say. They have to. And they don't have to throw necessarily deep, Jim. You know, I mean, they don't need to air the ball out the whole night. I mean, I want the, you know, the 15, 20 yarders down the middle of the field to our Mm -hmm. tight ends. You know, that type of play. I mean, you know, Preston Williams, uh, Grant, you know, get these guys involved. You know, I mean, you, you talked about Parker being targeted twice. Well, I mean, Kasicki got targeted twice, and Preston Williams got targeted three times. I mean, those are your three starting main receivers on this football team. So that's we only uh, had we only had like twenty five offensive plays. So you know, the targets yeah, were obviously yeah. low, but still, you well, know, they if, were low because they weren't being successful, and they weren't yeah. 
they weren't putting any drives together. They were three and out over and over again. That's got to change. And it's got to change by getting the ball in your playmaker's hands. I mean, well, the problem, Lewis, is the, the separation causes difficulties. Uh, we've got guys that just aren't getting open or, or you know, that, that touchdown pass to Parker was the smallest window <laughs> in the league this year that Tua threw into. Yeah. Uh, so, and you know, that pass down the sideline to uh, Kasiki, defender was right on him. Right. Uh, you know, these guys have got to create separation. They've got to run their routes better. They've got to, they've got to step it up. I think personally, Mike, it's not only it's not only the players; it's it's the play calling and the, and the combination of both. Because, All right, but if you're doing a fly pattern, how how does that you know? No, no, no. I, I listen. I I'm not. You're talking about one specific play, right? Yeah, now. yeah. Right. I'm not talking about one specific play. I'm talking about. Well, any, we know why the play calling was the way it was last week, no, Mike. I'm not. Again, I'm not talking about. Just last week, I'm talking about the season, the play calling. You do not see anything out of the. Have you seen any um, routes or anything different over the course of the first half of this season? I haven't seen one bubble pass to Grant. I haven't seen any any isolations to say Gasecki on a simple down and out. It seems like it's the same patterns being run over and over again. It's the quick slants into the middle, or it's a fly pattern down the sideline, something to that effect. They have to incorporate some more plays into this offense to get well, I guys think, open. I, I so think I think that's it's a guaranteed. combination of both. I think it's guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, be, uh, the reason I say that, Lewis, is because you've got a different quarterback in there now. Right. And okay. That, so it, it's going to be different. Now, we don't know how different. You know, we don't know what they're working on behind the scenes, but I do think we're going to see some different things that we have not seen before. We have to. That's We're on the same page, Mike. We have to see different things because I haven't seen anything. I mean, when Fitzpatrick was quarterbacking over the first half, it was basically we were getting by because, I mean, balls were <laughs> – the coverage was there. We were just we, – we were moving the football because the passes had to be perfect, and they were. They were executing perfectly, um, but it was a lot of the same play calling. I mean, the one week that we opened it up against San Francisco, we were very successful in doing so. And I'm just hoping that with two are in this week, that that's our best chance of moving the football is getting the ball somehow, some kind of way into Grant and all of the receivers' hands. They have to do it. Well, the question is, how good is Arizona's pass rush? I think it's okay. I mean, it's again, Mike. Listen, they're they're ranked twenty second in the league in defense, so you're not going no, against. No, I, the I understand that, but I'm know. specifically asking about their pass rush. I, I mean, I know they give up a lot of run yardage, but we're not. We're probably not going to be able to take advantage of that, right? They have nineteen sacks through through eight, What is it? Seven or eight games? Seven so, games. They, I, I don't. I don't know what they've played. I don't know if they played seven or eight. Yeah, five and right. two, so they've played seven. Yeah, so. they've played seven games. So I mean, they're they're averaging, but they're you know what, Mike? They're in very high scoring football games a yeah. lot of the weeks. Um, yeah. you know that's the thing, and um, you know teams are scoring points on them. They're moving the football on them. Um, now, do you think Tua is ready to run a fast paced offense? 
I, Mike, I mean, that's the big question mark here. I really don't know. I mean, you know, there were times over the first half of the season to where we did step up the pace. You know, they were getting to the line of scrimmage and the offense looked extremely crisp and they were putting nice drives together. They just weren't successful once they got in the red zone a lot of the time. But, um, you know, against some of these teams, some of the teams that they lost to, like Detroit, they lost to Detroit and Carolina. I mean, both of those teams put up, put, well, one put up over 30 points and Detroit put up 26 against them. So, uh-huh. um, you know, Seattle just put up 37 against them last week. So this offense, I mean, this defense is not that great. You know, they're, they're, they're decent defense, but you know, we've got to challenge them. You know, that's the bottom line. We have to challenge It'll be interesting to see if they do and if they do, how they do. Yes. I mean, that's the, that's the great unknown here is that, you know, with two or a quarterback, we just don't know what to expect. And hopefully that somewhat comes into our favor because we didn't, we sure in the hell didn't show them anything on film film last week. That's a certainty, right? Right. Yeah. We didn't learn much. Yeah. Uh, Right. And neither, neither did they. Yeah, exactly. 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 I've got to. I've got to think that the Cardinals' defensive line is not what the Rams' defensive line was Agreed. Sunday. Agreed. And you know, you don't have Aaron Donald, you know, giving the quarterback deer in the headlights. Um, yes. And and I think I think you know I, I mean I, hey we're all excited that two is in the game and and we've been waiting for our our franchise quarterback for a, way too long. Uh, but I honestly feel that I think he's going to be fine. And, you know, he ran a very pro style offense in Alabama and, you know, it's just a matter of him getting out there and, and kind of getting his legs under him and making stuff happen. And I think that game that he played against the Rams, that was, that's not how he played football at all. So that had to be kind of a weird situation for him to be in. And uh, I do think he's he understands the speed of the NFL at this point, especially after that first series. Uh, you know, you <laughs> that know, had nothing to do with speed. <laughs> yeah, that was that was just ugly. But you know that that had to be a big wake up call. Here I am. I've I'm in the NFL now. Hey, uh, I, I give him credit. He bounced right back up and. Yep. Uh, Yep. Took it, you know, took it like a man. That's for sure. But, you know, what a way to start your first game. But, uh, you know, I think he will be okay. And, and you know, you get him more control and he's going to get more into the game. And, you know, I think I think he's going to do just fine. I think, you know, to your point, Jim, uh, the offensive line will be better this week too, especially if Jackson comes back in. I think it's it's a major positive. You're not going against the same defensive line, and and our offensive line should be a little bit better this week. Yeah, for um, those that don't know, Jackson did practice today, right? Which is a which is a big positive for us. Um, you know, everybody goes back into place, and you've got your starting five, and and that's a major positive. The other thing, you know, you're talking about getting your legs underneath you in regard to Tua is that, um, you know, if he has to create some plays with his legs, he's going to have to do it. He's got to be smart about doing it, but he's going to have to create some plays with his legs here. And, uh, you know, he is capable of doing that. And I just hope that, you know, they're not telling him, hey, we don't want you running the ball at any circumstance because, uh, you know, that that's, that's a positive for us if, in fact, he's doing that. I don't care if he scrambles for eight yards and then just slides down and he's safe about it. Uh, you know, I don't want him taking on linebackers like Fitzpatrick used yeah. to, but he has to bring that element to the game. He has to 
he has to show that to Arizona to where, hey, okay, fine. You get a little bit of pressure on me. I'm going to take off. And if I don't see somebody down the field, I'm going to get some yard, yardage with my legs. Um, you know, that he may wind up being our leading rusher this week. And I hope that's the case because if in fact that is the case, then that means, uh, you know, he's doing something that we didn't see last week and something that I think it, it going forward is going to be a positive in his game as well. Well, I don't think they're going to ask him to be our leading rusher. I just don't no, see I that. No, I think it's just by circumstance, Mike. Yeah, he's no, going to be it. our leading rusher. Yeah, I they didn't it. ask. They didn't ask Fitzpatrick to be our leading rusher either. Right. I'm sure. So, but <laughs> but point. here we are. Here we are. You know. Exactly. I think it's uh, just due to circumstance. He's going to wind yeah. up being our leading rusher. And 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 that's not by saying. You know, that's not saying he's going to rush for, yeah, for so sixty four carries, yards. yards and lead yeah. our leading he rusher. May, uh-huh. He may have thirty yeah. yards and he's our leading rusher. We don't know. You know. Two. I mean, it's funny. That two is point, funny. 2.4 yards per carry, and he's our leading rusher. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, getting back to your point, Lou, you know, if you if you tell Tua or or any player to play a game that's not their style, you're hamstringing him to yes. begin with. Yes. So, yes. so you, you let Tua be Tua. Exactly. If if Tua doesn't work, then so be it. But you got to let him. He's the guy you picked. You got to let him play his game. That's what I he does. Absolutely agree, 100%. Yeah, yep. he, that's what he does best. Let him do it. So, and I, you know what? I think maybe he's going to surprise us this week. Could be a good surprise. Could be a bad surprise. But I do think he's going to surprise us. <laughs> well, listen, we we've our team as a whole is surprised of late, and um, you know it, the funny thing about it is, Mike. You know, I I just listened to our podcast from Monday. I, I hadn't listened to it since we recorded it, but uh-huh. you know, we talked about you know getting there. You know, to where, you know, since the second half of last season, we are nine and seven. Right. Um, You know, you look around the NFL and, you know, nine and seven over the course of a season gets you in the playoffs nowadays. And, um, you know, we we are very close to being there. And I just want, you know, more positive coming out of week in and week out because – we're not only winning football games now that we didn't expect them to win, but we're competing in games we didn't expect we're them to winning win. Uh, uh, we're winning convincingly. Competing. We're we're playing yes, so- exactly. We're, we're playing mean, playing solid good. football across the game. You know the whole game, which is something that we hadn't done in several years. Absolutely, we're playing solid football, and you know you talked about surprising Mike. Well. You know, we've done that twice already this month, you know, over the last yep. couple of weeks, you know, between San Francisco and and the Rams, of course, and last really week. Incom- in completely different ways. In completely different ways, exactly. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of positives to what this football team is doing right now. So let's just hope that we go into Arizona and, as you just said, Mike, that we, we surprise them, that Tua goes out and – the whole offensive philosophy is different, and we're seeing the offense going up and down the field. We got a shot at winning, if that, in fact, is the case. I got one little comment here. You're talking about positives, and uh, how about the the change in our defense from 2019 to, <laughs> to 2020? We've, we went from— It's astounding. It's it's unbelievable, and, and Lou, you, you said it. In earlier podcasts, I don't want to, you know, make you think more of yourself over there. But uh, you know, you said you said the de- the defense was had a lot of new pieces and it was going to take it a little bit to to get going. But boy, they sure have put it together in the last few games. They're they're playing lights out on defense. Absolutely. Well, well I think you know, I think the difference is Jones is healthy. 
Yeah, you you got two good corners now. That yep. makes a huge difference. Huge difference. And, and and you know, as a whole, there you know, there's guys that are starting to make plays that we didn't see early. You know, Van Genkel and and Agba. Roberts and Ogba. Ogba was non-existent early. You know, early yeah. on the first couple of games, and and we saw Shaq Lawson make a big play last week. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody is contributing. Uh, you know, Baker. I'm still a little bit you know concerned with. You know him what because- he does well. He blitzes the quarterback well. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's his thing, you know? No, he's getting Mike on the edge. I mean, we talked a little bit about this off off the uh, recording on Monday. Off the edge, he's just getting he's getting blocked. And guys, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting outside of him. No matter where he is, he's just getting blocked. He's not making plays, and it's concerning. And I don't know what he's been grading at or anything, Mike. I mean, you probably good. have a not, not good. good, right? No. And I mean, it shows. I don't look at grades, but you know, with 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 what I'm watching week to week, um, I'm not seeing a ton out of him. Yeah, he gets pressure on the quarterback once a game, maybe twice a game, and that's it. You know, you don't see him involved in an awful lot otherwise, right? I mean, no, unless I, you guys are seeing something. He's, he's, he's not uh he's not playing to the level you would hope he would play at let's let's just leave it at that right yeah, he, he's not he's not elevating his game that's for sure right so we need more out of him and then think about it you know this this defense uh, and vanoy you know him too he misses a lot i think he's missed eight tackles or something like that and yeah you know just these guys got to be solid they got to be solid um, absolutely you know if we're going to stop the run They've got to be solid. That's really mm-hmm. the key, you know. Uh, and of course, the defensive ends have to contain. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I think they're going to be tested Sunday. I really do. I think they're they're going to have to be, you know, able to stop the run or at least slow it down. Yes. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray will give you headaches if you don't. Absolutely. I mean, listen, they they have their work cut out for them. There's no question about that. Um, but those four guys across that defensive line have got to make a statement. You know, they, they that's where it starts, Mike. Just like you said, if they can contain the run and put Murray in passing situations over and over again, I think they're going to have some success. Um, if they're getting just beat at every turn and the linebackers aren't coming up and making plays and they're exactly. putting them in second and longs, it's going to be a long day. Yep. So and on the, on the other side of the ball, you say the same thing. Our offensive line is going to have to uh, get their job done. Yes, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm really looking forward to the game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, new challenge every week, and this is this is going to be a fun game for us to watch. You know, yeah. I'm looking forward to it yeah, as well. It's, it's going to be fun. I think more so than usual, Lewis, because we don't know what they're going to do. Right uh, on offense, you know yep. what I mean? It's a blank slate. We have no idea. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see how they decide to attack uh, this team. I mean, like you said, they don't have the best defense in the league, so options are open. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we probably should mention the uh, trades that took place. Lou, you know a bit about DeAndre Washington. Are you happy about that acquisition? Well, I mean, it, it's a necessity at this point. You know, without Gaskins, uh, you don't have a lot of depth there. So they went out and they, you know, they they replaced him for the next few weeks with a guy that's that you know he's solid. I mean, he played with the Raiders. Uh, he had some solid seasons with them. He wasn't getting a lot of playing time in Kansas City this year uh, because you know their rookie has been playing. That, they got Le'Veon Bell. 
lights out. And then, you know, since they picked up Bell, which they felt was an upgrade, and, and it definitely is for them, uh, he was expendable. Now, for you know, that's a positive for us because he's not bad. He's, um, you know, he can catch the football out of the backfield. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think that when he's healthy, I think that he's going to leapfrog Laird and a few of the other guys on this offense, uh, you know, and, and be somewhat of a part of it because he's really not a bad football player at all. I mean, he's not great, but he's solid. And Jim, we sent Isaiah Ford to the Patriots. You know, uh, being up here in New England, uh, you know, I really haven't heard much, but everybody's so down in the dumps uh, up here in New England. It's it. I just enjoy the hell out of it because everybody's. <laughs> I, I I make sure and I I ask everybody how about them Patriots, you know, and they just they just mumble a lot. And they don't <laughs> they don't want to talk about it like they usually do, and that that tends to put a smile on my face. Well, on but, Twitter, uh, they were like, "We traded for who?" Yeah, exactly. Who is that? Uh, Yeah, so I've heard virtually nothing about it. I mean, uh, you know, Ford's been a a decent addition to the team. He's made a lot of third down catches, which is good, but he's he's a limited possession receiver, and uh, it's not like it's the end of the world. And and we've got Callaway coming back from his suspension, and we keep talking about this separation. So hopefully, the speed of Callaway will help that. So. Well, if he proves worthy of playing, I'm I'm sure I agree. You know, I I think uh, that's another mystery that has to be solved. Right now, he's he's going to play this week. Callaway is he active, or or is does he have the? He is on the practice squad. It's just a matter of whether they call him up this week. I gotcha. He is eligible to play Sunday should they activate him. Right, that's what I meant. They don't know if he's in game shape or anything at this point. Gotcha. I mean, he will once he is in game shape, and if he is on the field, he will be an upgrade from Ford. I will tell you that. Um, and I well, think is, that, that is he going to be an upgrade from Williams? Well, I don't think so. Okay, that I don't think. I don't think. I don't. He's think. different. It's a different yeah, type. Of, different totally, type of receiver. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, yeah, totally different. He relies more on speed. Yes, and I mean, he's more of an Albert Wilson type Callaway. But you know, the thing is, is you know, this is what we have to look at. It's upgrades, you know. Well, and maybe I think you put, maybe you put him in the slot. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know where they're going. I mean, they're not going to put him on the outside. I think Williams and Parker are both going to be our outside receivers for the remainder of the season. Uh, you know, un- unless of course they get hurt. But the thing is, this is that you know, when you look at these moves, you know, they're looking to upgrade the team. They're getting upgrades. You know, I think that with with Washington. Um, they're, they're looking at the running back position and they feel that he's going to be an upgrade from what they have in regard to depth. Uh, the same thing goes with Callaway. Um, you know, these guys are going to be guys that they feel are going to be more productive than the players that they had playing those positions. So, um, I like the fact that this team does this is that they're always looking to get better regardless of how little, you know, it, it's still an upgrade, and and that's the positive thing about this team. Um, you know, it, and 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 the moves that they make. You know, they're always looking to get better. All right, how about predictions? Who wants to go first? Oh, what why the don't heck? you go first, Mike? This week, I think I went first last week. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, I'll I'll take the heat this time. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm thinking this is going to be a fairly close game. I'm going to say 23 to 27 is going to be the final score. Who's got the 23? You would ask that, wouldn't you? The Cardinals are going to have the 23. I think we're going to go down there and two is going to play well and we're going to pull out the victory. Am I, I'm up, Mike, huh? Uh-huh. This team 
has been scoring quite a few points. Um, you know, the Jets, they scored 30 up on them and 38 against Dallas. I mean, those aren't great defenses there. Seattle, they put 34 points up against. But um, if you watch that game, uh, they struggled for the good majority of it. Seattle had a really good game plan against their offense. So hopefully the Dolphins watched uh, you know what Seattle was doing for the good majority of that game, and, and maybe they try to replicate it. With that being said, I think that uh, we just fall a little bit short this week, guys. I think that they're going to get enough offense. I don't think we get enough offense. I mean, the injuries to the running game are definitely going to hurt. Uh, we're going to be somewhat one-dimensional, and that's definitely going to hurt us. And I think we fall like, say, 23-17, something to that effect, 24-23-17. to 17, I think we lose by a touchdown or less. Well, I don't know. I, I picked them to lose to San Francisco, and I picked them to lose last week, and they won both of those <laughs> games. So I'm not picking them to lose this week. <laughs> Which means they're going to lose. Mike. Which means it's, po- it's a possibility. but. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx alert. Jinx alert. Yeah, Mike, come on. You know what I'm getting out of here. Pick them well, to lose. <laughs> all right. Now, I'm not. that's not going to happen. I'm picking them to win. <laughs> I think Tua is going to impress us. That's going to be the surprise. And uh, Miami's going to win 28-17. All right. So with that, uh, anything else you guys want to add? I think I think we're pretty good. You're good? All right. We're good. We're good. Let's go. Okay. Ready to rock and roll. Sunday can't come around fast enough. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I, you know, football season's getting fun, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. When you're in the mix, it, it makes it that much more fun. Yeah. And, um, you know, going forward, I mean, God, every single week, you know, is going to be a different challenge. And it's really, really, I mean, this, this second half of the season is going to be a hell of a lot of fun to watch. I mean, week in and week out, starting with this Sunday. I mean, I remember after the Patriot game, we weren't very happy. And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, who would have thought that, uh, you know, they, they'd actually be climbing into playoff position. So we'll see what happens. This is a big game for them, I think. A really big game. One, yeah. one, one thing real quick, Mike, since you mentioned playoffs, I saw something on the page in regard to them expanding the playoff teams this year. Is that, is that accurate? It's unlikely, okay. uh, but what they had basically said was if there are more COVID instances that caused missed games, then they will, as a last resort, have a 16-team playoff field, whereas each division will have a division winner make the playoffs and a second runner-up make the playoffs. Okay. So you could get two teams out of the NFC East. <laughs> huh. That's so, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I don't like that either. But that's that's, that's what they decided. Or at least, you know, it's on the back shelf. Let's put it that way. Well, let's hope they don't do that. I think yeah. that's absolutely ridiculous. I didn't realize, I didn't understand the reasoning behind it. I didn't read it. Well, I, the, I the reasoning would be that, you know, maybe they don't have everybody playing the same amount of games. And if that happens, then, uh, you know, it, it presents them with issues. So you would expand mm-hmm. the playoff field so you're really not screwing anybody. So anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. We got a long ways to go, eight weeks, so a lot can happen, you know? Absolutely. Uh, And uh, with that, guys, thanks for joining me this evening. I appreciate it. Very welcome. Yeah, yeah. uh, Everybody, thanks for listening. And Lou, you and I will be back Monday to uh, talk about how good Tua played. Uh, The team, Mike, the team. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The team, the team. Fins up, everybody. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. 
All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.